Good evening, welcome to another edition of 48 Shades of Football. My name is Mark and I'm joined as always by the, the legend, the oracle that is Paul. Paul's looking at a little bit kind of red around the lips and, and on the cheek today. I guess Valentine's Day was a bit, a bit punishing for you yesterday, Paul? It was indeed. Did you get lots of chocolate? Did you give lots of chocolate? I gave none and I got about five different sets. Oh really? Yeah. That's interesting. Cause but not from you. Ah, I'm keeping mental after the podcast, Chief. Okay. Uh, I got none, I gave none, uh, and that's it. The story of my life, to be perfectly honest. <laughs> but anyway... That's what um, she said. That is what she said as well, yeah. So, obviously, I just mentioned Valentine's Day. I'm guessing, Paul, that's why today's intro music was Love Is In The Air. Uh, you might think that, but it's not. Okay, why is it big, Love Is In The Air, then? If it's not about Valentine's Day, what else is making you feel all romantic romantic and mushy? Did, did you not see uh, the new player that Eland have signed? He was Japanese, that's all I saw. Surely not. They said, okay, they've signed a Japanese player as well. I okay. didn't see the other one they signed. Brazil, no. Brazilian guy. His name is Lavinho? Lavinho. <laughs> You're kidding. I didn't see that, no. I saw that they signed some guy from Guangzhou. Some Japanese, uh, yeah, Guangzhou, I think. Some Japanese player. He, he just signed today, Wokdo or something. Okay, but you, you completely missed the guy, Lavinio. I completely missed Lavinio, yeah. Well, that was that, that would run. That would. That would have helped the podcast if I'd actually known there was a guy called Love in the O, right? Yeah. But I mean, I guess so. I guess Elander went from the underpant wearing exerciser. To now having someone called Lavinio, yeah? Yeah. Or, or, although apparently his name is Daniel Santos Silva, but he goes by Lavinio, yeah? That's like uh, some kind of yeah, dodgy nickname, isn't it? How's his, how's his stats, Paul? 36, 24, 28? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he jest, but... Yeah. <laughs> He's never scored a goal, right? His appearance is a 12, 37, 15, 33... Oh, that's not too bad. And his goals, 2-14, 2-4. So, return of 22 goals from 97 appearances. But he seemed to have won a right good season, right, when he scored 14 goals? That was 2014. At that point in time, uh, so he's come directly from the J-League though, right? Yeah. He so, he should settle pretty quickly. Was then. playing, played, spent the last two seasons at Kyoto Sanga. Uh, quite a regular player last season, but not prolific. Before that, he started off with Thespakusatsu Gunma. Which that was I'm, easy I'm, for you to say. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with them. You can tell us a bit about them. Yeah, they're uh, the Greek-Japanese team. <laughs> um, that's about all I know about them. Nice uh, kit. Yeah, that's what she said. Okay, so yeah, so that's a pretty interesting sighting. So... You think he'll be? You think he'll he'll be an, an impact for Elan? You think he's the man that Elan need to close the gap on Songnam, Daejeon, Busan, Youngnam, <laughs> everyone else is above them. Um, I I think he's going to be great. He's going to be breaking hearts all season. Uh, I'm sure he'll put stick a few in, uh, and he'll make female fans. <laughs> Swoon. I was, was going to say. Swoon, Paul. Uh, yeah. Swoon. Yeah. Thank you, Paul. Swoon, yeah. Let's just hope that he, his name doesn't follow a tennis score, yeah? And it's like love all at the end of every game, yeah? Yeah. Okay, sweet. So, that was the intro. Tonight, we have another, as always, another action-packed episode. 
Um, as always, Paul has decided to make it a very FCSO uh, friendly podcast. So we're going to continue our our uh, theme of late and talk about FCSO's friendlies. Yep. Uh, but we'll also talk about their kit that came out this week. And their upcoming match at some point. And their upcoming match at some point, yeah, because they're in action soon, yeah? Yep. Uh, we'll also talk about, I guess we'll be touched a little bit there on transfers, but I guess there's a few other uh, transfers that we can go over as well. Um, we'll look at the, the scandal, the news that's coming out of uh, the United Arab Emirates regarding haircuts. Thank God we don't play there. <laughs> I saw you looking right at mine, Paul, when I said that. I hadn't really looked at yours during the intro there, so... Okay. We'll obviously preview, as Paul said, uh, they're in action soon. We'll preview the ACL. And I guess we'll, we'll talk about one of the big talking points of the ACL this year is uh, the manager of Eastern. Uh, and then that'll be everything. That'll probably wrap it all up. Ten minutes. Ten minutes. Ten minutes per topic. Uh, well, I think about an hour talking about FC Seoul and then three minutes to wrap up everything else. Well, that's, that's usually how it goes, right? <laughs> so I guess, Paul, let's bring it to the FC Seoul expert. Um, yeah. So what? <laughs> like, okay, first of all, let's start with the friendly, right? Because it probably finished three each or nothing each or something super Finished right? one all. Well, that's not quite the FC like, song that we, we knocked in three goals last night. But anyway, okay. So, uh, one all against who? Songnam's not on the agenda, so stop talking about them. Oh, okay. They should have been on the agenda. I, I, I didn't write it, otherwise they would have been, right? You didn't, also didn't contribute when I asked, is there anything else to talk about? So. <laughs> I, I was eating a chicken breast. You can uh, bring it up to the next the next meeting. <laughs> it's like that episode from The Office. Any other business? You can add it to the agenda. No, you can't. <laughs> if there was any other business, you, you can add it then. <laughs> okay. So, okay, Souls Friendly, one each, you said? One each with Urawa. Oh, um, so they did play Urawa in the end, then? They did, right? yeah. Um, that bloke that signed from Suwon Blue Wings, Yi Sang Ho, scored a goal. And they conceded one. And I can't remember. I can't remember what that was. I've, I've not actually seen a replay of it yet either. Or a, a list of who played. So, all our theories last week about broken legs and injuries and. Hidden formations and stuff. It's all it's all moot because I've no idea what form, what 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 first eleven played. Okay. With Isang Ho scoring, yeah. Does that mean all is forgiven and that you've now forgotten that he used to play for the chickens? Uh, the, the sorry, are we allowed to still say chickens, or do we have to be really kind of like not say the word chickens anymore because we're going on KBS soon? Uh, we can just not call them chickens then. Okay. But every time you mention them, I'll just in the background go. <laughs> that, that sounds better. So it's all forgiven then because he did come from Super Blue Wings. Oh, I can't do it. <laughs> that took me all my energy just to say that those two words. Yeah. Um, no, the, the mood on the among FC Soul fans is that yeah he might have scored a goal, but he's still not a Soul player because based on his comments on social media beforehand, he was very dismissive of Soul and how how he hated them. So. It's going to take a lot to overcome that, I think. But he is in their ACL squad, so I guess we'll see him playing from time to time. Um, obviously, they didn't play in their new kit that day because it was only released on Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Monday? Monday or Tuesday? Monday? Monday? <laughs> I think it was Monday, yeah. Yeah. Um, you've see, I sent you a photo of one of the kits. What was, what was your take on it? Uh, I think I quite like... Oh, my God, did I say that? I think I quite like the uh, away kit. There's not a whole lot you can do with white away, but I think putting the, the kind of, you know, the... the, the in the, at the top, they, they have that kind of 
So Normally, it's just, it's just like a red band or a black band. So, right? so they've got two. They've got two away kits, mm. right? They've got the ACL kit and the, the K League kit. Uh, which one are you talking about at the moment? I thought they were the same one, just with different badges. No, the ACL kit's got a red band with uh, the Soul Skyline. That's the one I'm talking about. Sort of imprinted into it. That's well, yeah. And then the Korean flag, ch- center of the chest. Uh-huh. The K League ones. The game's mainly white, white body, but the, the 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 band across the chest is the home red and black stripes. Ah, maybe it's the second one I'm thinking of then. Either way, they both sound quite nice. They, they both look quite good. Um, you going to buy both? Uh, no, con- well, probably not. That's pretty expensive, right? To, I mean, it's, it's quite strange to pretty much bring out an ACL kit for three games. <laughs> I might buy the one with the uh, souls, the silhouette of the soul skyline. <laughs> yeah, that would be quite nice to keep, actually, to be perfectly honest, if I wasn't such an anti-soul fan. Um, the home kit looks kind of like, as I think I said, I may have said this a to you earlier. It plastic looks like, Yeah, it does look like a 1980s plastic Asda kit. I'm assuming it's just a photograph. Also, when you're going to choose someone in model a kit, I don't think choosing Dehan's the best idea. Uh, he also looks like a 1980s ASDA employee. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not convinced that it actually helps. Um, so it looks better on Osmar. On Dehan, it really does look like something out of Shameless. The uh, the home ACL kit is just, it seems basic red and black stripes. Yeah. Last year, they just dropped the, dropped the, r- the, the white collar. Color, yeah. uh, gone for a grander colour, I think, of some sort. Yeah, I just think it, it looked really plastic, but. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming that is just a photograph because those kits are generally pretty pretty high quality, right? Yeah, it's high high praise from you, Mark. It's a bit surprised I'm going to go. You like the away kit? The, the, the kits are normally high quality. Yep. Uh, one might almost call you a soul fan with with a praise like that. Not not really, no. <laughs> uh, you shouldn't find it that when when Uraba cut me down and you see what which end I'm standing in. <laughs> <laughs> And they don't put it all the way bed forever, right? And, and the goalie's kit? Uh, pink one, I... Oh, don't make me say it for the third time. The pink one, I actually like pink kits. I'm really glad that I pronounced that properly. Uh, I actually like it. I like the Scottish one, I like the Celtic one. Uh, yeah, if I... Actually, I may... Would probably find myself buying that. I like the Juventus one when it was pink. Yeah, I actually like it. I, I, I think that's probably the best goalkeeping kit that they've had, definitely. One of the best in the league, to be honest. And better than that half and half thing, the abomination they had at the end of last year, right? Well, that half and half thing kind of was a, the that was like the green and blue one, right? Yeah. Was kind of looked like a yeah a, yeah maybe that's why Utah was so bad in goals, right? But I, I think the pink one's okay. That one's a green one, like a turquoise one or something. Uh yeah. Yeah, I'm not looking at that one, but I, I like the pink one. I would have to say that's reasonably. A reasonably decent, a, 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 a decent enough kit. So, you, so you're giving me and the Phantom food for thought about what to buy for your birthday present. Do you go with the white away kit or the pink goalie kit? You're so far away, dude. I wouldn't even know if we'd be friends by then. <laughs> it's not being aimed for the Phantom's birthday. It's a couple of months before mine. Uh, talking of the Phantom, uh, as some of our listeners may or may not know. We've been discussing having this quiz thing. Oh, I thought you meant uh, some of our, of our listeners may or may not know he's jumped ship and has started writing the Butchon uh, column for K-League United website. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about that. but <laughs> I, I, 
That's all I can say about it, to be honest. Shame, shame. Shame. At least it's not the Anyang one, to be honest. Had he, had he written the Anyang one, I think, mean, I think I might have had to hold you two back. But yeah, so obviously we're hoping to do this kind of like end of year, even though it's now February. This uh, end of year slash 100th anniversary quiz. Slash anything we thought that we can do it now quiz. So we've been talking about it in the background for ages and we've not managed to find a date that works, but I'm going to put it in the podcast this week it's out there people know we're going to do it that means we're going to have to get off our backsides and actually get a date penciled in and uh, if you want to be a, con- uh, a contestant writing in tweeting uh, yeah. pu- grab us on the street and say, say first, for, first come first serve there's only, a, there's only a few empty chairs for the contestants uh, and there's a, there's a Dan Harris shape or a Dan Harris silhouette sitting in one of them. If he ever gets back from wherever he's, wherever he's training, right? I thought he was going to be the guest for Field of Sportsman, because he's the only <laughs> sportsman we know that can actually get on. <laughs> or maybe the guest for what, like, like what happened next. And we can have him approach the Swedish hot dog vendor. <laughs> so, yeah. So, anyway, if you want to be on the show, uh, then, yeah, that is... Let us know. Uh, that's going to be recording within the next couple of weeks, yeah? If you want tickets to be in the studio audience, uh, also tweet in, mail in, phone us, Skype us. It should be noted that the the winner of the can of, of the, the can of cast, I've now turned it into the crate of cast, uh, if that person is there at that point in time, then they'll be awarded with their with their prize for me <sighs> becoming a John Am fan. Uh, so what was our Twitter handle? Uh, KDG underscore podcast. And last week we also asked fans to tweet in uh, about something. We did indeed. Do you remember what it was? We're going through so many replies right now uh, that I, I don't think it's appropriate to uh, talk about it right now. So many, so many uh, applies, so many replies. We need to have a, uh, a tiebreaker, do we? No, we have an assistant to go through them. So if, if you want to volunteer to be our assistant, also <laughs> tweet in to Keelik underscore podcast or via the K-League United website, they know how to get in touch with us. Yep, or via the blog, which is www.48shaysblog.com. You can drop us a comment on there as well, yeah? Okay, sweet. Okay, that's enough admin. That's enough admin. So we alluded earlier on that you mentioned Lovino. Yep. Uh, obviously, I talked about the Japanese guy who just signed today. So please don't anyone tweet in with his name, because he just signed uh, Wakado or something, I think. Any other big transfer news? Like we discussed last week the new Leo. Has there been a new Adriano or a new Leo or an old Wookiee or anything else coming in? There's a new Jonathan that Suwon have just signed today. Okay. Pray tell, Paul. Pray tell. I don't know what position he is, but I'm, I'm hoping he's uh, coming in to see Jonathan on his way to Seoul. <laughs> Not going to happen, yeah? Uh, he's from Croatia, I think. Mm-hmm. Signed from Dynamo Zagreb. Okay. Was it? And his name was something, as usual, completely unpronounceable. Okay. Ah, is this the guy who did like yeah? Demir Sovsic. Okay. So he's he's come in. So that must be Blue Wings. Must have their their full their full complement now, right? Of foreigners, of Jonathan stays, right? He's not going to stay. Okay. He'll be wearing red and black for the ACL quarterfinals. Off to you, second round. Off to Yurawa, is it? <laughs> Sydney, I think. Sydney, yeah, yeah, he's off to Sydney, right? Oh, okay. Any other any other transfers worth talking about? 
there's this Australian defender that seems to be being hauled around various different Kaylee K- clubs, uh, Reese Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, he's played for Middle- Middlesbrough, so I got, in to- I got in contact with our special correspondent in Thailand, who's also a Borough fan. And he said he used to be a very good player for Borough, and then he did his knee and he was never the same. And he made a comeback and lasted 15 minutes before his knee gave out again, so they they uh, got rid of him. So I guess we'll keep keep waiting to see if and where he signs. He seems to be linked though with both Suwons, right? And Sol. And Sol as well, right? Yeah. Uh, but he's probably going to end up at Sol now. But he, he's a defender with good uh, English Premiership experience, so probably be. Well, I wouldn't really works though if he if he repeats his his English Premiership form, well, right? As opposed to the guy who came back after the after the knee injury, yeah. Okay, so this guy. Per, hmm. So on, on you go. I, I was going to go with Devere Sovsic's stats. Okay. okay. Uh, per Wikipedia, between he is uh, he's a midfielder between. 2008 and 2013, he played for MK Zagreb. 10 goals in 120 appearances. 13 to 15, he played for Lokomotiva. 8 goals in 57 appearances. And then since in 15, 2015, 2016, 2017, he's not really played at all. He's, matched, he's made about 20 appearances during those three years and got one goal. So, so he's, uh, he's one to watch then, right? <laughs> but, I mean... Rhys Williams, you know, potentially coming in, you know, this guy coming in as well. There's been a lot of, um, you know, there's been a lot of Australian players linked and, you know, like signed for um, Kaylee clubs. Yep. And there's been a, a, bigger influx, a bigger influx of Croatians and the Eastern Europeans yep. this year as well. Yep. You think Korea has eventually woken up to the flip-flop samba boys and, and said this is it There's, they're not they're not worthwhile signing or we've taken a gamble on too many and or you think maybe ages have moved out to, to, to like another country to kind of try and apply their trade there um, I think I, I think we have seen a few ropey looking Brazilians come in right yeah um, so you can't say those days are over, but it looks—it does look as if they're sort of spreading their nets a bit further. Yeah. Although back in the day, the, the Eastern Europe was a, a fertile, like recruitment ground for K League. Anyway, that, that kind of dropped off, and now now it's making a return. Yeah. So. Okay. Are you more in favour of like, bringing in these kind of untried samba stars, or are you more in favour of like bringing in, oh, I guess, untried or whatever, like Eastern Europeans? Uh, who do you think can settle the easiest or who do you think might settle the quickest I think the Brazilians are perhaps uh, more tolerant coming from a poorer background there they see it more of as an opportunity okay but we we obviously a lot of them don't really settle so okay the one Brazilian who definitely did settle was obviously Leo Uh, he he left he left us Uh, Matt Matt Binns is still crying into his Leo pillow, yeah. I believe. Uh, Leo's been back in the news again uh, today, or over the last couple of days, for all different reasons, I okay. believe. I know one reason. So okay, what's one reason? Uh, he's got a, a dodgy haircut. He has a dodgy haircut, yeah. I, I, 
I assume it's not the one that was in the photo that was online. I assume they're talk- still talking about his mohawk. Yeah, I think didn't he get a mohawk at some point? Like towards the end of last the year. Wookie. Yeah, the Wookiee follow him. Uh, I see there's something like 28 players. 48. 48 players. Wow, is it 48? Players have fallen foul of the UEE haircut laws, apart from obviously Omar, who was exempted. Who was exempted because he's always looked like that. Would you argue with Sideshow Bob? Uh, I wouldn't argue with Omar because I think if Omar happened to leave the UAE, they would be left talentless, to be perfectly honest. He is by f- I mean, he's the best player in, in Asia, as we keep hearing him, him being called and being touted. Yep. You know, ACL player of the year, ACL final player of the year, player, blah, 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 blah. Um, so, the, I mean, I think I wouldn't agree that he should be exempt, but I can understand why they would exempt him. If he, if he took the huff having to rein his hair in, then maybe he would end up moving to Europe or somewhere else, yeah? Uh, having said that, do you think his haircut's cool? No, I don't. And what's actually quite interesting is the website that I saw today actually had a picture on the left-hand side of Omar and a picture on the right-hand side of someone else who's not Omar, who has the same hairstyle. Omar was told he was exempt and the other guy was told to change it. So there you go. Maybe he's trademarked it. Maybe he has. Maybe he has. Maybe without him, no one would recognise the United Arab Emirates <laughs> at all. I think it's probably based on that palm. You know, like the palm like in Dubai. Oh, the, the islands. Yeah, I think, that's what, I, I think that's what his hair is based on. Or actually, maybe the palm is based on Omar's hair. <laughs> I wonder what came first. That would be an interesting question. You said his hair has always been like that. Yeah, so that's why I'm thinking maybe the palm is based on his hair then, right? Okay. Okay. Enough frivolity. Frivolity. Well, shall we get serious again? Yeah. Okay. So if we're going to get serious, should we get the ACL group stages up on our PC next to us because we don't remember them? Yeah. Okay. So next week is the first round of the ACL group stages. Spring is coming. It's been a long, dark winter where we've struggled to fill the, the airwaves. But finally, we've got some proper matches to talk speak, about. Speak for yourself. Well, I haven't struggled to fill my section of the of the podcast. <laughs> it's been filled perfectly. You've just cut it all because you, you just get jealous of of my witty humour. Certainly do not. <laughs> so let's take us through, Paul. You obviously don't. There's obviously one group that you don't need, uh, you know, any help uh, previewing the games. Let's start with Souls Group, yep. uh, alleged uh, key league champions. Um, <laughs> No, I guess what, what do you mean a <laughs> legend? Well, I guess they are. Don't, don't you want to trumpet and say so-called K-League champions? No, we'll call them a legend. Um, so, obviously, who who Souls' first game against? Uh, when is it? And what is your prediction? Their first game is on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Uh, this coming Tuesday against Shanghai SIPG at home. Okay. And my prediction is a KG draw. Okay, a KG draw. Yeah, um, obviously Shanghai SIPG have got Hulk and Oscar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they just signed today Ricardo Carvalho, ex-Chelsea guy. No way. So you'll be serious, right? Well, they, they've signed someone called Carvalho, and since a good friend of the podcast, Kelly, told me that I'm talking about her Arsenal shirt, I assume they're talking about the Chelsea guy and not some other Carvalho. Oh, wow, I, I, didn't, I didn't know that. That's a pretty... Is, isn't that a pretty big signing? Uh, yeah, it would be. Okay. And he, uh, but 
if I'm right in saying, um, the Elkerson is still there, right? But Conker's left, right? Yeah. Okay. okay, yep. So, R- Ricardo Cavallo uh, played for Chelsea, Real Madrid, more recently of Monaco. Um, that's a, that I have to say, it's a pretty big, big signing, I guess. Um, so, you think that could be the. The, the, the kind of clincher to the KG draw then or do you think SIPG might just win it? Um, you think Seoul's home form will be good enough? I don't think he'll be able to play in the ACL because they announced their, yeah, their ACL a, yeah, squad last week bit. and he wasn't in it right, as far as I know so maybe not until like, the next round yeah. ok so you guys will go with a KG draw is that a goalless draw a score or a score draw? Uh, it's going to be a one all draw one all draw Okay. With Shanghai scoring three. It's going to be a one-all draw with Shanghai scoring both, right? Okay. Okay, so the, the other game then must be Urawa uh, away to Western Sydney Wanderers. Uh, is it? Yeah. Yep. No. Yep. Yep. No. Well, it has to be, Paul. <laughs> it can't be any other game. They can't have shipped in a team from outside of the league. Oh, so I was looking at the wrong date there. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's Urawa travelling to Western Sydney Wanderers. Yeah. Uh, I know nothing about either team, so I'm going to go with a cagey draw. Uh, Sydney have been... They're not doing so well in the league, but that's not. they've not lost that many. They've just drawn too many. So yeah. draws are probably a, a safe bet. But you've got the whole... 10 or 11 hour flight from Japan to yeah. Sydney, how will that affect them, blah blah blah, cliche, cliche, cliche. Yeah, and it really always, as always, it really depends on which, on which Japanese, and which Urawa team, but it, in general, in which Japanese team turns up as well, right? We, we said similar things last year, and the year before. But it's a, it's a fair point, right? Sometimes Japanese teams can be interested, sometimes they can't be. Uh, you, know, you know, we're always talking about how the the Champions League draw is basically the same every year, throws the same teams together. Why, it hasn't. Why do we bother doing a, a new podcast? We should dig out last last year's episode and play it. Great idea. <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Bring them around as we try and get the podcast out, yeah? Okay. Well, I'm going to go for two draws as well. I'm, I'm going to agree that by the end of the, the first round, the table will look the exact same as it looks right now. So on top, Urawa second, Wanderers third, Shanghai fourth. Um, really? Yeah, I'm going to go for three, three draws. That's not possible. I'm going to go for two draws. Okay. And I'm going to go for probably... Actually, I'm going to go for a goalless draw in, in Sydney. Well, that would mean that Shanghai would go above the other two then. On goals scored or... Point-wise, who cares? Um, so basically, yeah. Four, uh, two draws, each team on one point. I think, it's, I think this group is going to be so tough. I think that there's going to be a lot of draws. I think you're going to struggle to see any any big wins. I think to be perfectly honest. I think it's going to be all the way to the final game. And yeah, I think both teams both teams travelling will be happy to settle for, for a draw with the idea that they're home for me, but enough to see them through. Yeah. Okay. okay. The other game on Tuesday, or the other group on Tuesday is Group E, which as we all know is Kashima, Muangthong, Brisbane Roar, and Ulsan Hyundai. Who? Ulsan. Oh, you mean alleged uh, alleged ACL qualifiers also? No, 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 no. They, they made it. They qualified. <laughs> So-called qualifiers. Also. They, they, no, they played. They played uh, Kimchi last week and beat them, right? So they so they played a game. They deserve to be there. <laughs> this could go on for the rest of the night, Paul. Oh, from Twitter. 
That mark is so unfair. <laughs> anyway. Fake news, double standards. So just, sad. Just just get Kellyanne Conway to defend me, right? Anyway, um, so on Tuesday we have um, Brisbane Roar versus Muangthong. And we have uh, Kashima versus Osan. Okay. Predictions? Uh, two home wins. Two home wins? Yeah. Yeah, I don't see Osan doing much in Japan. And uh, yeah, I think Brisbane, after their emphatic away victory over Shanghai Shinya, uh, I think they'll be on a high. Uh, so yeah, I would agree with that two home wins. Well, we've been agreeing on previous year. That's, that's unusual. Yeah, I, I, I would agree. I think I actually think Osan, having not watched them, but having seen the result against Kichi, I think they could really struggle in that group. Yeah. I don't. I think. I, the, Hopefully they'll get their form together, but yeah, I can see them struggling. I, I, I should imagine that their pre-season was completely disrupted, right? Because they had a, a plan of preparing to hit peak for the start of the K-League season. They'd, yeah. They presumably arranged some friendlies to fill in that gap, and everything's been brought forward two weeks. Yeah, so, so I guess maybe that could explain cancel why. Cancel a bunch of friendlies. Yeah. And okay. So maybe they'll get into their stride, but I doubt they'll get in their stride in time uh, to travel to Japan, to be honest. So you're not saying... So you think that Orsic won't be scoring a hat-trick? Uh, I don't think so. With what's his face, Kova. Nope, I think Kashima will win that one. Okay. And I would, I would put a couple of goals in it as well. Okay. Okay. So that's the Tuesday games. Uh, on to the Wednesday games. Yeah. Um, so Korean team first up, uh, we have Jeju uh, at home to Jiangsu. Yep. It's a really tough one to call. I don't really know. I have no idea how good Jeju are going to be, uh, but I'm going to say probably Jiangsu will win that. Uh, yeah, I think they quite prob- quite possibly will. I'm not going to say probably, but possibly. Yeah, I, I, I can I can see Jiangsu winning that one. I just, I just think that they probably have. I don't I don't really know that whole much a whole lot about that kind of Jeju team, or how or you know how their friends are about and stuff like that. So yeah, I'm going to say Jiangsu. Jiangsu are going to win that one. Uh, another game in that group sees uh, Adelaide travel to Gamba. Or the other way, uh, other way around. Sorry, the other way around. So, actually, Gamba travel to Adelaide. Yep. Uh, you know what? This year, I'm not going to tip Gamba. It's been a good team, so I'm going to say Gamba will lose that. Last year, I said Gamba could even go on and win the ACL, and they were pretty honking. Yep. Uh, so, this year, I'm going to go back to, to my predictions of 2015 and say that they're going to be terrible. So, how come... All three Australian teams get to play at home. Because they weren't expecting Brisbane to be there. Uh, so that means that Shanghai are away, yeah. Jiangsu are away, and Team Team X are at home. Because yep. they weren't expecting. So everyone thought that Shanghai Shenyang would beat them. So I guess the fixes were already done with the idea that Shanghai would be there, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's why it's three, three at home, yeah? Yeah. Uh, any other football questions that you want me to solve for you on the podcast? How come there are two Chinese teams in Group G? Uh, because one of them is not with the Chinese. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be going to that in a minute. <laughs> okay, so Group G. Uh, the final Group G sees Grand Group. Two, two firsts, right, in this group? Two firsts, yep. A double first. Double first. Which is not what you got at university, I presume. 
uh, if I had been, I wouldn't be sitting here <laughs> doing a, a podcast on Korean football on a on, on a Wednesday evening. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> sorry. Uh, yeah, two firsts. Um, Paul, you want to give us the first first? Uh, so it's the debut. Well, in in living memory, at least. I'm not I'm not going to say forever, but as as long as I've been following the ACL, there's never been a Hong Kong team in the group stage. But Eastern are making their debuts. They are indeed. And the, the second first will be... Uh, Eastern are coached by a lady. They are indeed. They are indeed. They are coached by uh, none other than... Well, you're the one that they can pronounce Chinese names. I, I'll get it wrong. Don't you want to have a try, though? Uh, no, I don't think I'm going to get it right. Okay, let me try it, okay? But, but you know... I, I studied Mandarin Chinese and she's from Hong Kong, which is a okay. slightly So they're pronounced by, they're coached by Chan Yongting. Chan Yunting. Chan Yunting. Yep. Uh, who will be, as far as I'm aware, the first, no, definitely, not as far as I'm aware, definitely the first ever female manager to coach in a high level male professional competition. Uh, are you sure there wasn't a, a hidden female coach in West Asia, maybe in Saudi or Iran? Nope. Where we don't follow that closely? Nope. Are you sure? Definitely. Are you 100% sure? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> are you? <laughs> 99.9. In Asia, at least, anyway, yeah. So, yeah, so she's her debut. She won uh, Manager of the Year uh, last year, I believe, uh, for getting Eastern uh, to, the, like, um, to, to win like, the Hong Kong League. Um, big, big thing, really. To be perfectly honest, you've got to admit that that's like great thing as well. It's been a big thing. And opening up with probably the, the toughest fixture they'll face in, yep. in the group. Yep. Uh, away to Guangzhou Evergrande. But they do have, as always, they, they have a couple of uh, Brazilians. Um, they have Diego Eli, Giovanni, and Michel Lugo. Um, not quite sure how. How good they are! They also seem to have some some foreign sounding Hong Kongese players as well, such as such as Roberto, Roberto, and Jamie McKee. <laughs> good friend of the podcast, Jamie probably doesn't know that there's someone called Jamie McKee, uh, him being of the Jamie McCourt clan. Um, anyway, so yeah, so that's just a, I mean, it's a huge thing. It's a big thing. They're obviously going away to Evergrande. Got to look at it and say... Bit of a local derby, actually. Yeah. Got to look at it and say that on paper, it's that's going to be a, a pretty resounding uh, home home win for Evergrande. Double figures? Uh, I don't know if I go for as far as double figures, but definitely quite a bit. Actually, on the national stage, Hong Kong have been doing quite well against China in recent World Cup qualifiers and such, so... Okay. Interesting. Uh, Jimmy McKee... Uh, was born just down the street from um, from Hong Kong Airport, I believe. In Birmingham. In Birmingham, yeah. Not quite sure how he how he qualifies, but anyway, we won't go into that. He moved to Hong Kong when he was uh, ten. When he was ten. Yeah. Okay. So I guess he's nationalised. Presumably. Presumably. Okay. So, Paul, what do you think? Eastern, sorry, Evergrande versus Eastern. How do you how do you see it going? Uh, I'm going to say four nil. Yeah, 
I'm going to say 3 or 4 nil. But then again, you never know, as we showed last night with PSG's rollicking of Barcelona, right? But I guess the thing for me is, uh, when you get these, like, what on paper is clearly a weaker side, playing against a strong side at home, do they go try and defend 10 men behind the ball, or do they go and play their natural game, which presumably is not 10 men behind the ball? Defend. So if they go there and defend, 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 it may end up being 1 or 2 nil. But you would imagine, uh, you'd have to imagine that you would kind of go there and defend, yeah? Okay, what's the, the other game in that group? The other game in that group uh, sees Subban, Blue, Subban Bloomings travel to Kawasaki Frontale in a game that will decide who goes through alongside Evergrande. Not that game, but that, that tussle, I think. Uh, for me, I'm going to put the money, my money for this game on Kabasaki, just edging it. Uh, I think it will be a draw. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to say that they'll just edit, they'll, they'll just edge it, I think. So which game will you be going to? Uh, I won't be going to any games, unfortunately. Um, on Tuesday, I always work late on Tuesdays, so I can't get along to uh, Seoul World Cup Stadium. And on Wednesday, uh, I'm not really that interested in jumping on a plane to Jeju. Okay. Oh, but I'll be watching. I watch uh, the Jeju game definitely on TV, and hopefully, I'll maybe try and catch up with you and whoever else is there after after the game for some <coughs> for, for some celebratory uh, go on Shanghai drinks. Okay. I believe. Uh, Ryan of K League United is coming up for your Chunnam induction. Uh, I believe he is, but yeah. Uh, he's bringing a case of Cass and oh. a yellow shirt. Mm hmm. No, well, he won the case of Cass. I thought he was giving it. Oh. I have to give it to him. Oh, you have to give it to him. I haven't really decided yet if it is good with Chunnam. <laughs> I'll probably decide on the first day of the season. Okay. I really want to be grand you, but they're playing arms, so I really can't. Have you ever met him? No. Uh, so you're going to meet him first and then judge judge him and the club on, on much, that basis? Pretty yeah. much, That's how I do a lot of things. Don't know how I did this podcast with you. <laughs> okay. So I guess that's almost everything for, t- t- for tonight. Another kind of short one. Uh, another kind of one-half long podcast. And a bit the sem- kind of podcast that you can listen to on the subway on the way to work. I think today we've been quite semi-serious, uh, quite jokey. Well, yeah, I mean, like, with, the, with the ACL starting, uh, you know, and obviously John Wood being kicked out, which is kind of a bit of a joke of the ACL anyway, uh, I think I think it's on the right that we are a bit kind of semi-serious, I think. I think when the Kaylee starts, we'll get back to, to being our good old Hopefully. serious self. Yeah. But anyway, I guess, Paul, there's only one thing left to do, yeah. and I should pick something suitable as, a, as an outro music, and I think really probably because of the, of the biggest thing to happen in Asian football, or the ACL anyway, but we're going to go out with something for everyone's favourite uh, female coach. Everyone in the world's favourite female coach yep. in the professional game. Other than Sherry Lungi. <laughs> I'm sure a bunch of people wouldn't know what that means. Hit me with your best shot. Why don't you hit me with